Hey, what's up, everybody? Hey, pop stars. I'm Marcus Drew Steele. I'm Trent Rashad, and you're listening to Cold Pop. Yes, um, it's a spill. Yeah. It's my week. It's our spill segment. And Marcus, what are we talking about this week? This week, we are going to talk about queer baiting. We had a <laughs> lovely discussion okay. about this earlier in the week. Or last week, mm-hmm. and I I decided we talked also about it. I remember us talking about it on um, about Harry Styles. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I I wanted to. I thought I would share my story. Okay, share your story. Give, you get your feedback, and just we'll talk through some questions. What do you think about that? Sounds good to me. Shoot. So should no no wait. So help me choose here. Should I like lead with the share story, your story or? Okay, so I I feel like I had a little bit of a queer baiting incident happen to me this a, a couple of weekends ago now. Spill, girl, spill. <laughs> so, <laughs> long story short, was in Boys Town, obviously, and fr- with friends, and we're hitting up different clubs up okay. there. We had actually done like a walk around of a few different places, and uh, one of these one of the guys that I know from the gym that I go to. Uh, we had, you know, we talk all the time. We go to the gym mm-hmm. and he, I think we had ran into each other at a festival a day prior or, or no, it was actually the same day. This was all the same day. We went to Midsummer Fest. Okay. Yeah. And then he had said that he was going to Boys Town. And so I was like, oh, well, we're going to Boys Town too. Let get, you know, let's exchange information. Hit me up when you get there. We'll meet up, blah, 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 oh blah. So we ended up meeting up like his, he was up there for a birthday or something like that. And mm-hmm. I was up there with my friends and, you know, we kept Pat missing each other because going to different bars and stuff. And so by the end of the night, we were going to uh, hydrate, I guess. So we were going to hydrate, but they were cash Ooh, only. The, okay, hydrate. They, they, were, they were tripping. They were cash only. It's this amount of money and only cash at the bar and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, wow. And there was a line. And so <laughs> we were like, oh, no, we're not doing this. And so we ended up going to Charlie's. And so Charlie's um, Lord, by the time we get to Charlie's, my friends didn't want to continue on with the yeah. night. I, that's where I would have called it as well. I would have cut it there. <laughs> that's where they bid but me okay, adieu. Go ahead. <laughs> that's where they bid me adieu and went home. And so I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to go um, check things out, you know, kind of yeah. see uh, what's going on here. What's and, happening? <laughs> and I get there. And so he's there with his friends, but his friends don't stay long. And so we end up just he and I by ourselves there. Okay. And so I'm like, okay, just give me a chance to like ask some more questions and stuff. Because right at this point in time, up until now, I still haven't been able to decipher whether or not I thought this man was um, of the queer community or straight. And so my okay. friends and I were trying to figure this out all night and still not really put our finger on it. But they were of the assumption that, well, he's in Boys Town. So right. obviously he must be gay or obviously he must be this dad. And I'm like, well, that's what a lot of these girls think. That's honey. not Get entirely you every time. true nowadays in Boys Town. You know, there are a lot more um, people, straight people, cisgender men and women who come to Boys Town to, to hang out and Saturated. party well. Yeah. And so, end of, again, end of the night, we're at Charlie's. And so we're dancing. We're trying to figure this out. But we're not dancing, like, close to each other. We're, there's some space. <laughs> there's okay. space. And so that is, gives me my first cue where I'm like, okay, I can tell, like, you know, there's considerable distance between us. So, obviously, either he's not feeling it or he got to be straight or something like that. And so we take another. He talks me into taking another shot. And I'm like, well, you know what? I'm just going to ask. I'm just going to ask. I'm going to be like, hey, yeah. I got a couple more questions. And before I even get the question out of my mouth, 
He's like, I already know what you're about to ask. The answer is no. I just feel comfortable in these spaces and blase, blase, blase. <laughs> so get away from me, <laughs> gay so, boy. So, you know, by then I'm like, all right. Get away from I'm me, I'm about to boy. head out. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm going to go. Because I put in an eight-hour day. <laughs> At this point, I put in a full day's work. I'm like, okay. And, so, yeah, what are we doing? So this brought me to the topic that we're talking about today because I just – I want to have a conversation about queer baiting and what it means to be a part of queer spaces as a straight person. Now, you felt like he was queer baiting. No, I do not. Okay. I'm not, say, I'm not saying that, but okay. I know that this is something that I've heard from, from other friends and their experiences and things that I've witnessed okay. upon myself. And so um, queer baiting in general, what are your thoughts? Uh, I do think it's a very real thing. And I do, I think it can be very lucrative for straight men. Absolutely. Um, I scroll through Instagram. I scroll through TikToks. I scroll through, you know, so many social media mm -hmm. posts that straight men will post to target specifically gay men. Yeah. Um, and whether that is to connect them to their OnlyFans or whether that is to connect them to their Google wish list or, or what have you. They know that there is a community of men that are looking at them in some type of sexual way des or desirable way right, desirable. and will use that to their advantage, just as women do, just as, as, just as you know, the city girls have taught us. <laughs> so do you, you don't have a problem with it or do um, you have a problem? Do I have it? a problem with it? Yes, I mm -hmm. do have a problem with it. In certain, in certain ways, in certain um, realms. Agreed. So I think, you know, let's say for the ones that are doing the um, gay for pay porn, um, OnlyFans, anything of that, like kind of where it's kind of, it's, it's a transactional service. I'm completely fine with it. Do what you got to do. I'm completely fine. How you make, make your, your money, money. I'm not yeah. going to judge you. Make that is, how you need that to make is completely, money. do it. I don't care. And if True. they want to. If they know that you are straight and they're willing to pay that money, by all means, props to you, Nobody mama. Nobody your choice. Props to you. Um, it is it is some of the celebrities mm. that will play mm. on it that gives me a pause, um, a, a, pause a concern, pause. Uh, because I just don't necessarily feel as though you need to do that. Um you know, we talked about the Harry Styles situation, you know, a while back. And, you know, whether he's queer or not, that's, you know, that's beyond me. But I also know that there have been other male celebrities that have played on that as well. Right. And I don't know if it's something that's necessary for you guys to do in order to kind of keep certain followings. Um, Joe Jonas definitely won. Oh, yeah. The, no, like, you're talking about Nick Jonas. I'm sorry, Nick Jonas. Nick yes, Jonas. thank you. Joe is the older one. The middle child. Uh Nick Jonas. Yes. He's the what? He's the, the young, middle. No, Nick is the youngest. Joe is the middle child. Oh, okay. I don't know them. But Nick Jonas, the jealous boy. Yes. The one that's saying the jealous. <laughs> the, the boy that's saying the jealous song. You know that one. <laughs> yeah. That that is the one that I, that is one like in particular um that I've seen I build a career and yeah. build a, a a a a platform on queer baiting and utilize that to propel himself mm -hmm. and i don't know how I, I don't know how i feel about that entirely i feel like it's kind of um you have so many other things at your disposal 
Uh, and you already have a following with, you know, teenage girls and different things like that. I just felt like that that was not an area that you that you needed to tap into. So what if they said, I, well, I can't help who likes my photos, I, you know, and it just so happened to be gay men. And so I leaned into it. They were the ones commenting and liking and sharing. But it's it's not about it's not about who's I, it's not that it's not. I can't help who likes the photos, because mm-hmm. what you need to do is take a step back. And the styling and what you're wearing in those photos, Boom. that who are you trying to target? Boom. That's the conversation. Yes. It's not about after Who's I post it, who them? likes it. How did That's they not get it. That far? What am I what am I selling here? And if yeah. it's sex appeal, how do I appeal that to um my fan base or my you know, certain demographics? Mm-hmm. Because what you are doing is when you're making those choices, you are peddling that to to to, to gay men. To a specific demographic. To queer men. Yeah. 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 These little 16-year-old, 17-year-old girls are not trying to see you that that level of um Now don't speak for them. That level of uh, what that. is it? What is um nudity? Not that level of nudity, but that level of um sexuality sex, sexually charged uh-huh. material. The how you know. I just feel like what based on what I've seen in past with other teen heartthrobs, that it's never had to go to that level. It's never had never had to be that serious. I, I, I'm not arguing with you. I'm just, I, so I guess I feel like the next question I have for you, then should straight people be allowed to flourish in these queer spaces, whether it be online and leaning into that following or that demographic or physically in bars and neighborhoods and things like that? <laughs> Because this is the one that I I'm on the you saying about. like you don't know if the straight people should be allowed in gay bars. Well, I so I'll, I'll go first. I will because okay, I've, go ahead. I've been, I've, this has been this has been on my mind. Oh lord! And okay. obviously, you can't. Nobody wants to ban anybody from coming anywhere because obviously, you know what that feels like. And right, 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 right. It's not right. something you want to do. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it feels. I feel as though when we think about neighborhoods, obviously gay neighborhoods for those of you um they were created as or developed created and developed as spaces for the queer community to seek refuge in and to be amongst their people and right. be amongst um similar facets you know right. it could, because the outside world was already hard enough to deal with and the barrage of insults and homophobia and everything else coming from the outside world when you come to the gay bar or the gay to that to to your community, it feels like family because again, you are number one scenes a lot of the same people that you see usually see at the bar, but then yeah. you're around people the more you can be yourself. And I I feel like when you inject straight people into that, allies per se, whatever however they would want to identify, it definitely muddies the water a little bit. I, I think it, when we, like, for instance, we had went to um, a bar this past weekend. Uh, can I say their name or does it matter? The progress. I don't think it matters. Okay. <laughs> but um, a lot more straight people are in progress now. It's okay. very interesting. You see a lot more so, guys with their oh, girlfriends no, finish, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Go ahead. I'm. No, you were saying something before that, though. It was like you were using that to make a point. Uh, I love, I've done got sidetracked now, but I, I guess I'm saying all that to say is that I think I'm still on the fence about where, like, where do we, how are we able to decipher community, family, and stuff like that from okay. 
other people in these spaces or or does it just add an extra layer of complexity in a sense yeah i think this is interesting because um there's a couple of things that are at play here mm-hmm. well number one what I'll, I'll share with you what my views are okay and my views are i have no problem with straight people being in queer spaces as long as they are not doing anything to switch up change the actual environment mm-hmm. like you know i don't want i don't want straight people coming and saying like well these we need um there needs to be bathrooms specifically only for you know women or men or like you know things like that or Mm -hmm. you know we what this drag queen just said was terribly offensive to the heterosexual community like i don't want to see any of that and i feel like once you start trying to come in and police the environment as similar as some straight people have done with pride parades and things like that that is when i have a problem with you coming into the queer spaces Mm -hmm. i don't have a problem with you coming in you want to hang out you want to be an ally you want to know more you want to maybe explore where you are at on the spectrum i have no problem with that because the story that you gave me says that this man is also in some way shape or form trying to figure out some things for himself and where he's at on the spectrum. That's exactly what now, I was getting ready to say. Yeah. Now, my second point, and the other thing that is at play here and that you need to understand <laughs> is that there is a larger agenda in creating a that what was Boys Town, and I'm going to say what was Boys Town, no into longer, a more inclusive yeah. space because it's not even no longer called Boys Town. They are making steps to make that a more inclusive friendly space for everyone and that's i mean they've changed it to north halstead because Mm -hmm. they realize where they are in proximity to lakeview and the population to lakeview which is there's a lot of straights there's a lot of families that are coming in there and they want to open that space up to them and so i feel like that with that also at play there is going to be somewhat of a um encroachment um (laughs) of you know, straight people into what is deemed our, what was deemed our, you know, our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But there's still queer spaces all around. I, well, yeah, you can't get rid of them. I just, so I, you were saying, so what about men who visit these bars and feed off of the attention from gay men in a fashion that is, uh, False, I guess that is not true. That, does that make sense? Like, what do you say about somebody who comes uh, into a bar? It's and tough a, because a, I, what attempting I, to be gay, but not really gay. Not attempting, but what or ent- entertaining gay yes. men with no intention of, of ever pursuing, in, in pursuing or pursuing you know it, taking whatever. anything. Yes, but I have a what I initially go to is all of the women that do that with straight men who will come into a bar get a get a drink talk to you all night and get up and go home by themselves or get up and go home to you know somebody else i i've seen this happen several times in like straight in straight environments mm-hmm. and um i don't know if i have a if i take such a large issue with it in queer environments Interesting. I don't know how I feel. I think I think that there are people in this world that need validation and they'll go anywhere to get it to get it. 
I think I have a, l- a little mini issue with it. I think, I think that I there are some men who want that. I think there are some straight men who like the attention they get from gay men. And that's it. And it and it serves as a, you know, a booster, a motivator for them. They they enjoy it. They don't they don't want to sleep with you. They don't want to do anything with you, but they like to get that attention. And I think that that's okay. I think that that's okay. If you if hmm. you need to get that attention from somewhere, if you need to get that type of validation, wherever you got to go to get it, do it. I don't know if I agree on if whether okay. or not that's okay cuz I feel like so damn now when you go to a bar, you got to figure out whether or not you're if you go to your gay bar, you got to figure you this, out whether or not gonna they're be the, straight this is or really going to be the first, tea. This and is, then go. This is going to be really the tea. Now and let then me go from there. Let me ask you this. What? Have you ever mm-hmm. entertained a woman who may have been showing you some genuine interest uh, no. at a place? No. You ne- you've never entertained it? No. Interesting. I have not. Okay. I, that I can say. Now, I mean, before I came out, obviously, because I wasn't out, but it's an well, out what gay is, man. So what's the... D- because I, what's the difference? Because I was still trying to figure out who so I was. So he's not out. He's trying to figure out who he is. What are you talking about? He said I'm he, talking about the friend in your story. Uh, yeah, he said he was straight. There's no coming I mean, he's saying... Yeah, okay, yes. You t- so take he, somebody at so their he's word. saying that. Yeah. Yes, he is saying I'm that. I'm taking him at his word. He said he was straight. But he's... But if if he's there and his shirt is open and y'all are dancing, but y'all are not dancing close together, there is something. Come on to now, you, you think be, that. now let's be serious. Now come hey. on, let's what what Crystal say on uh, Housewives? Get real. <laughs> no, no, look now. See what you're doing is you're starting to form assumptions. No, that's what we don't know. No, that was. I'm the story. going right off of if, what he if said. If you are if you are in a gay bar, mm-hmm. okay, and it's late at night it's not during the day it's it's two it's, o'clock it's in the morning. booty call hours it's two o'clock it's in the morning. booty call hours we are dancing your shirt is open <laughs> and we're da- we're dancing kind of together but not together there I, I mean come on if it no, looks like no a duck kind of together we were not together okay y'all all. not together there's some space in between y'all but we're there's some definitely some eye contact going on mm. There minimal. was no icon- There was minimal. Now look. Now because that's you, why I was telling you. You, you was, told like, me the story. I was already. Line. I was already like skeptical. Like I was already skeptical before there I was even eye, went to Charlie. There was eye contact there going was on. Minimal, there We're was taking like a shots. Contact. We're taking shots together. Yeah. Come on now. Like yeah. let's stop playing. Oh there is something that he's exploring <laughs> oh that he might not be comfortable with saying yet. It's, but what I'm. But, but what I'm. So, so with that being said, I'm giving that, I'm I'm giving that, that example. His word. Right. But I'm giving that example back to you as when you were trying to figure out who you were. There were times that you would entertain women who you really honestly may have had no intention or didn't know if you would be interested in pursuing anything further with them but the reason why i say no is because like i already knew that like there was something different and right. i wouldn't even why i'm not even gonna waste your time i'm sorry but i'm not interested i you know it would Which be- just sound like what exactly what he did I'm not even gonna waste. Your, I'm, I already know the answer, and I'm gonna not waste your time. And I and you see, I said, okay, well, yeah. I'm about to hit the road. You know, so, no, no I harm, mean, no foul. So that's why I say I had no problem with it because I feel like that the if I put the shoe on the other foot, then that's just gonna be what it is. So this segment is already running long, but this is a good conversation. Can infiltrating queer spaces be harmful? Definitely. 
Definitely. And depending on the level of infiltration. Now going to a gay space, now going to a gay club, no, that's not going to be harmful to the queer community. But if you are going into a queer space and you are um like I said earlier, trying to police the space, that's that's going to be harmful to those people that are coming to that as a refuge as a sanctuary. That's going to be harmful to those people if you're coming in trying to police. Now, I'm not saying that straights going anywhere around a pride parade or around a gay neighborhood is going to be harmful to the community. No, but it's all about how you go about it. It's the level of infiltration. So I I agree. I I definitely agree with that. We both know, and I'm I'm not saying any names. I'm not saying any places. And I'm not giving much detail. But I know that you and I both know of another scenario where this has happened how would you define what happened in that situation with that person? Uh-oh, wait. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> well, I mean, what do you want me to say? I I'm don't, saying like, how would... so? Based that's off no, of, no, it's not harmful to anyone. But no, no, I'm saying based off of what we've talked about now, I wanted to know, like, are there any other scenarios or stories that you could think of? But first, I know one that we mutually know about this person but like I see I see that I see stuff like this play out all the time in the gay community. I think that the gay community and gay men have a unhealthy obsession with masculinity and, and will sometimes fixate fixate, yeah, fixate on straight men for that for that sense of masculinity that they want that they want to see in a partner that they want to have. And regardless well, if they know them. if the if the person is straight or not or if the person is ever slept with a man or not or whatever straight i mean they they are willing to suspend that ideology and that that knowledge in order to um be in close proximity to that masculinity and so that means that comes in the form of entertaining said straight man at bar and even though you know ain't nothing coming from this inviting him to your birthday party okay let's slide it we said we weren't doing specifics yeah, yeah. I'm doing specifics. It's a, it's a thing. <laughs> what? I'm just laughing. What did I do? What did You're I say? So funny. What I do? <laughs> All right. So, do you have or do you have any other queer baiting stories? We could wrap this up. This is good. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think if I've ever been queer baited. That's what say, I'm like, trying to think you about. Been queer baited, and I'm sure that I have. Well, hell. and there's a difference between being DL. That is true. It's difference between B and D L, so, and I'm not confusing the two. You can appear straight, but doing gay Girl, things. Don't, don't be trying to tell my <laughs> tea on this. And the next time <laughs> you, you try to tell some, you try to spill some <laughs> little tea on me, <laughs> it's gonna be a problem. Oh, well, it's different from B and D L. Girl, I I know the difference. No, Trust I just me. I want to make sure we knew the guidelines. No, you tried it, and that's all right. I will make sure we knew the guidelines. Have I ever been queer baited? I do think that yes. I think that I was being queer baited this one time at work. <laughs> do I? Is this what I know about? I think so. I, I think I told you about this. Yes. Okay. There was a yeah. So there was a um. Guy that I worked with, this was a job like a few jobs ago. This was like, wow, this was a while back. And I was young and I was, you know, kind of, you know, once again, little flirtsy, flitzy, fast ass, you know, 20 something year old. 
And um, there was this guy at work who I knew was straight, who I knew had girlfriend, all, you know, the whole nine yards. But right. I found him so attractive. Mm -hmm. And um, I think he knew he knew that I probably I think was that he a knew more obsessed. I think that I, I think that he knew that I found him attractive. And um, I think he used that to his advantage. I think he was able to get me to, you know, maybe help him out with some things at work, take some, you know, take a lot of time to explain things to him if he needed something or if he needed like lunch or anything. Yeah, I definitely have oh, been wow. queer baited. And it was, it, I mean, it's feel? what it was. It's, I think, I think I, I think I lied to myself enough to be like, this is a friendship. Um, and it, and it was a friendship. I, I don't really even talk to him anymore, but it was a friendship, but it was definitely, a, I think, kind of like more of a one-sided friendship. It was definitely a one-sided friendship. Yeah. yeah. Damn. So, mm -hmm. I, honestly, I would not be surprised if every queer person had at least some type of story. Yeah, you got to go through it. Like, like, like I said, I was them. super young and young, dumb, full of cum, just, and... Saw that, yeah, that, that it's once again, that air of like that masculine energy mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, and girl, yeah, stupid. Doing my work and his. <laughs> dumb. <laughs> what did Molly say? And if you got this car, you just as dumb of a bitch as I am. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Doing my work and his. Well, this would honestly be the perfect time to hear from you pop stars do you have a queer baiting story or how do you feel about this in general? I would love to hear either side, you know, from a straight person's side or a queer person's side. And before y'all, I just want to make sure because what I did tell that story, but I didn't tell y'all how he was actually queer baiting me. Um, there were like, there were like certain comments and things that he said. Oh, like what? Um, just like certain things like, oh, you know, like, talking about my appearance and like, like oh you look that, good today like yeah like i look nice and you know certain like there were um, like certain things that he was saying that kind of it was like coded right it was coded messaging that i was getting that you know kind of made me happy on the inside well, and maybe said, you know <laughs> that made me think like oh well okay well, yeah maybe so i just wanted to because i didn't specify right. how i was being queer baited but that Yes, there was definitely coded messaging that was being sent to me verbally and through text. Oh, text too? Y'all had each other's numbers? Yeah. <laughs> How did that exchange happen? I don't even know if we need <laughs> to really even... Okay, no, that's yeah. fine. That's fair. That's fair. All right. You're so, like bringing up past trauma right. and we'll, I don't, there's no counselor on site. <laughs> so let's okay. just not hey, even. Hey, well, all right. I think we're getting the word to wrap this up. <laughs> so, no, we want to know, like, if you have a queer baiting story or if you have an opinion about this topic, I think this was a really good conversation. And like I said, it feels like I think everyone, every queer person has some type of story or maybe straight people yeah. have a story, too. Definitely. Oh, so, yeah. Um, okay, where can they find us? All right, well, we would love to continue this conversation with you on social media. You can find us at Cold Pop Show on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube as well, um, and Cold Pop Podcast if you're still on Facebook. And where can they find you? 
No Sade. Uh, you can find me at Trenton Rashad on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me on all the socials at Marcus Drew Steele with an E on the end. This was a really good convo. Um, yeah, this was good. Thank you all for listening this week. And I guess we'll catch you all next Monday. Bye, pop stars. Bye.